Blog Talk Radio.
doing. We're talking college basketball. We got an interview with Jay Gibb, uh, the soul of the city. He's at soul of the city on Twitter. I am Rick Camacho. I got my man right here. He's he, he's co-hosting with me today. What's your name, kid? Rick. Little Rick. <laughs> That's Little Rick Camacho. Give me a call, 714-694-4150. I'm waiting on Misha. Misha's in transit to his job right now. I'm waiting on Brian. And um, 10 o'clock, we got Jay Gibby. Jay Gibb coming in. Uh, he's going to be talking. We're talking some basketball today. So... Get with us, man. 714-694-4150. I'm going to leave you with some music right now as we go into the Sunday sports show. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. These guys, you know, guys nothing about sports. About sport. Brian, Brian, Misha, Misha and, Rick and Rick Camacho on Soul, Soul Kitchen Radio. Kitchen Radio. Hold on, hold on. I need my phone, man. Leaves don't grow, tires don't grip. No grass grows, but I like it like this. My home is east on North Avenue. No jobs left, but my mic's still in. He don't work, but I like it like this. My home is east on North Avenue. All the street lights are broken. The house next door's foreclosing. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. My dad calls it preloading. He's built it here on an open. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. Running by the cup, the radio's up. The TV don't work, but we don't give a fuck. My home is east on North Avenue It might be broken, here we don't fix it It is what it is, but I like it like this My home is east on North Avenue All the street lights are broken The house next door's foreclosing All the neighbors with hello Because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking My dad calls it preloading Like it like this. All the street lights are broken. The house next door's foreclosing. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. My dad calls it preloading. He built it here on the open. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. All the neighbors wave hello because they're all drunk, broke, and smoking. So, Kitchen Radio, here we are. We're back. 
It's the sports show, Sunday sports show. Misha is on the line. Brian, you are on the line. What's happening, guys? What's going on, guys? Uh, we're just straight chilling. I'm on my uh, I'm on my way to the Pokemon uh, tour with a couple of thugs. We just got to roll on through. You're, you're on the freeway, huh? Yep. All right, look, we got a new drop, guys. Here it is. That's not it. That's not it either. Okay. All right. Well, forget what I just said. Okay. So we got some new. We do got some new stuff coming up. I got some new drops. I just gotta. I gotta produce them. Uh, we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. It's check it out. Football season is over. What the hell do we do thank, now? Thank God. Uh, thank God, football season's over. I'm looking well, for, I'm for looking you. For, I, I'm, I still wish football season was on. Yeah, you, but I don't miss it. I, I miss it already, man. I woke up this morning saying, "Dang, what am I going to talk about?" But you, you know you, what? You wake up and you, you wake up this morning and you see Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. I mean, that you know, Boston's beat Miami two straight two straight times. Miami's trying now, to. This is my problem. This is my problem with the NBA. Let me let me let me get this out right now. This is my problem with the NBA. You got these guys; they're making millions and millions of dollars, right? By the time they get to the NBA, first of all. Boston Celtics, where they got like four or five games to play this week against each other. So the first couple games, they walk down this, they they shoot a basket, they don't come, they walk back to the other side, they they walk around a little bit, throw their hand up in the air, oh, fall on the ground. These guys are are terrible to me. I hate the NBA. I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you, I do not like the NBA. These guys are overpaid. They're too damn lazy. They walk around and there's like six guys. I mean, look, look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. They they had LeBron James. He's the he's the dopest one. He leaves the he leaves that team and now they're the worst team in the league. What the hell is going on with is is basketball like a one guy takes all kind of kind of game? I can't stand NBA. So so LA Lakers, yeah, who cares? Boston Celtics, who cares? I don't. If, if anything, I like the. I went to the. I went to the uh, San Antonio Spurs against the Golden State Warriors this year. That game was so boring. I had more fun standing out playing the little basketball games in, in the in the NBA K11 that they had on display. I didn't even watch the game. It, it, it is just so boring to me. Now, if you talk college basketball, then you're different. If you got something to say, you wanna you wanna. Yell at me seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. I do not like the NBA. They're they're a bunch of fucking big lazy ass players. I don't care. They're 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 overgrown. They wear like size fifteen shoes. Who gives a shit? That's the NBA in a wrap to me. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was listen, listen, listen. I, I was a big NBA guy with Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Reggie Lewis. Kevin McHale, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But somehow the NBA this year with LeBron being in Miami, the Celtics being good, the Lakers being good, San Antonio even being good, and Golden State actually being exciting, kind of makes the NBA. you got the Knicks with Stoudemire possibly getting Carmelo Anthony, uh, Daniel Gladio. Um, I'm not a big fan of the NBA. When I was a kid, I was a big NBA fan growing up with Spud Webb, Randy Whitman, being in the paper with those guys, constantly hanging out with them going to basketball camp, being, you know, with Doc Rivers and all that. And I hung out with all those people, you know. But but at the end of the day, I kind of can agree with you. You know, if you're if you, you – know, a lot of them don't come out to play. They're, 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 they got nothing but crybaby attitudes. 
you know, LeBron James doing the interview at 9 o'clock on ESPN was just, just hurtful to the Cavs. I mean, what he did to Cleveland, oh, he just destroyed, destroyed that team. They've lost 25 straight, and they finally won when Mo Williams came back. But somehow with Boston and Miami, it's turning into, like, the Lakers and, uh, God, Pistons rivalry or with Lakers Bulls. And it's kind of bringing the, the heat back. You know, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Hotham coming back, Mike Miller. It makes it exciting. You know, I've been to two Warriors games. You know, it's not the most exciting thing, but I did watch the game because, you know, they run Curry, Monte Ellis, and you know what the uh, you know, NBA Carmel is? Anthony. You know, you know what the NBA but, is? The- the NBA is Top Gun, the movie Top Gun, right? You you know who Tom Cruise is. You know who the chick is. But who the hell is everybody else? That's what the NBA is. You know yeah. two people on the damn court, and who the hell is everybody else? You know, I can you know, I can I can say football kind of you know the Super Bowl was like going it was so boring. I mean, I was not into the Super Bowl at all, probably because I didn't have like eight grand on the game. And you knew who was going to win. There was no surprises in the game. Christina Aguilera saying the anthem like, uh, like a, uh, uh, it's Christina Aguilera was so bad, she made people in Atlanta actually look good. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's very true. But she was horrible. Um, you know, there was no suspense. There was no commercials that were drop-dead, eye-catching. Um, the announcers, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. I mean, Joe Buck is like like going to a funeral. I mean, he's so fucking boring. Troy Aikman's good, but, you know, you know, it's John Gruden, Pat Summerall, those kind of people. Um, but, you know, there wasn't any, there wasn't any, there wasn't any Super Bowl like making your, your, you know, you like Truby would say or Misha would say, get your panties dropping up in the air. There was nothing that was like exciting about it, you know. And maybe you know, it's just like I love football; it's great. But I mean, the the, the playoffs were, yeah, they were all right. I mean, you know, maybe because my team wasn't in it, you know, the Falcons didn't go far and all. But at the end of the day, guys, football's over. Yeah, you know, it's great. Good, good congratulations to the Packers. You know, they're going to be back. they got 15 players. If there is a season, the sport that I really like to focus on, the sport that I know the most on is baseball. You know, we got three well, trades uh, coming around the corner. Baseball, let, me, let me just get something. Let me, let me get something with sports underway. I just want to say, uh, like, like, I'm kind of selfish in a way. I didn't really even want to watch basketball until the Celtics got good. Not that I jumped on their bandwagon. It's just that I didn't yeah. really even watch NBA until they got good. So, I mean, for for fans, uh, for example, I'll give you one of the best cities and even toss in a different sport in the mix, Detroit. I mean, look at it. Detroit Lions are horrible every year. The Pistons, they were good for a little bit. But for the most part, the main sport that the people of Detroit can't wait to see because it makes the them feel alive and it makes them feel, uh, you know, important is uh, hockey. So, you know, yeah, the Red Wings kind of play something. Is that the Red Wings? Whole. That is the Red Wings, right? Yeah, the Red Wings. I mean, you yeah, know, the whole they play something. Just like some places, they have horrible professional teams, but their college teams are something that they can't wait to see and look forward to. Yeah, and you know what? I do love. I love March Madness. I think I think there's so many football fans out there that agree with me. As soon as as soon as you uh, as soon as you in the Super Bowl, usually we got a Pro Bowl, which is okay, but now the Pro Bowl is before the Super Bowl. So we we did the Super Bowl, and the next thing you think of is March Madness. 
for two reasons. For one, these guys hustle their ass off every game. Um, and it, it's win or lose. It's win or lose. Let's go. It's it's win or go home. That's what March Madness is, the tournament, the bracket. And, and it's a it's a gambler's dream because cause you get to gamble. It's people people at work get their get their brackets together. They can't wait and they watch it. I mean, I remember watching the watching the March Madness brackets and, and wherever I'm at, I'm looking on my phone. I'm I'm finding a bar. I'm looking. Oh my God, did I win? Did I win? Did did 12 yeah. beat 11? Did 8 beat 10? You know, stuff like that. That's that's what I love. I love March Madness. And as soon as those guys get drafted to the NBA, they become lazy. I, you know, I can I can totally agree with you. March Madness is, is the best scene in college basketball. I mean, it's it's so exciting. People are like, you know, girls are like out there like, well, who my bracket's going to be? And they win, usually win because they pick the colors. Or There's so many upsets. Like Butler last year almost winning it all. If Hayward hits that shot, I'm two grand richer. You know, um, two or three, I don't even remember. But he missed it. And it was a great game with <laughs> Butler. It's a team of unheralded players. Hayward. Six Sheldon Mack and uh, Matt Bugler, Matt Matt Hayward or Matt Matt Howard coming out of nowhere, you know, number four seed to get from the Horizon Conference to get to the national championship to knock off Michigan State, Kansas getting knocked off by uh, Northern Iowa, um, San Diego State almost taking Tennessee, San Diego State number six right now and a team that could go pretty far. I know college basketball at the back of my hand. I can give you the final four picks. You call this show right now. No. But I will be able to because I know that. I, I study it. I mean, right now a team that I would look out on the horizon are the Florida Gators, 7-2. and two. Oh, okay. I think 7-2 and two in the conference. They won 61-60 over Tennessee. This team is going to make some noise. Also watch well, out for see. BYU. Let me, let me go through the top ten real quick. The top ten rankings, NCAA men's basketball. Sure. Um, number, number one, BYU. Number two, Kansas. Number three, Ohio State. No, uh, okay. Number four, You're, San Diego Ohio State. State. Ohio State's number one. You're, Ohio State's one. BYU is not number one nation. What am I? What am I looking at then? I mean, I'm looking at <laughs> last you update. You've got to be looking at the wrong thing. You've got to be looking at the wrong thing. Got more okay, okay, going okay. crazy right now. Okay, here we go. Yeah, number one. Number one, Ohio State. Right. Tell me if I got this right. I mean, I'm reading it right Correct. off the. I am. I'm, I'm, I know sports. Come on, go. This is Division One, Division One NCAA basketball. Number one, Ohio State. Number two, Kansas. Number three, Texas. Yes, I love Texas. Correct. Number four, Pittsburgh. Five, Duke. Six, San yep. Diego State. Seven, BYU. Yep. There you are, BYU. Yep. You must have lost the game there since the seven. Uh, number eight, Notre Dame. Number nine, Villanova. Number ten, UConn, baby. UConn lost, but yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. And you know, in my and me, I don't I don't really follow it. Now is when I start following. I'm a, I'm a football guy. Now is when I start following uh, college basketball. I'm happy to see Texas at number three. If you see in the streets, you always see I got my, my Texas hoodie on. Um, I'm a Texas Longhorn guy. I, I love you – know, you know what got me – made me love Texas Longhorns was Ricky Williams. He's the one that made me oh, yeah. love Texas Longhorns. You know, and ever since then, I've, I've been – I've been a Texas Longhorn. I'm, I'm hoping one of my kids go to Texas so I can really say, oh, because my kid goes to Texas. That's why I'm a Texas Longhorn fan. Maybe I, maybe, maybe, she, maybe Junior will play basketball at Texas. Yeah, he'll, he'll do something. He keeps telling me he's dope at basketball. You, you, he's dope? Why? Is he playing in high school? No, no, no. You're talking about, you're talking about Junior Junior. Little Junior is only seven. I'm talking, oh, oh, talking about the one I met. 
No, Jason's not playing basketball. That's that's Why not? junior. He's he's junior from another uh, junior. Jason's not playing probably, basketball. He plays football. Junior from another junior. <laughs> he's junior from another. Okay, well, shout out to Jason. Senior. Senior. <laughs> might be playing in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell my Jason's not my junior. <laughs> yeah, maybe the little seven-year-old be playing in Texas. <laughs> I got a feeling. Yeah. That's that's my new prediction. Texas Texas has a really good team this year. Texas has a good shot to win it all. I saw Texas play here when they were. Uh, I think when they played, God, I don't know whoever they played, but I think I saw them here. Yeah, they played here. Saw them in the yeah, game. I watched the game when oh, they. Uh, I watched the game when they uh, when they upset Kansas. And now we're Kansas. Kansas is number two, and Texas is number three. So I watched. Yeah, but that. Texas is. So Ohio State lost yesterday to Wisconsin, so Texas will be number two. Right. Cool. So we're moving so on Kansas up. Kansas will be one. So Mike yeah. is on his way. Mike is on his way to to play Pokemon. Mike, what do you do at this Pokemon? It's Brian. Why are you not over here getting these Pokemon gigs? Mike is going to make some money right now. Don't rub it in his face, and I wish I, I was on my way to play Pokemon uh, and enjoy are you, myself. Are but, you uh, a, no, they're uh, just uh, basically what I what my job is in the activities. Uh, oh, he's he's probably he's he's driving right now, so so he's got the terrible BlackBerry connection. So what what what's our predicament? How now now explain to me uh this division this division one basketball stuff, Ryan. Now give me all into it. Give me to where I know where where I'm supposed to be in this division one basketball. Okay, I mean it's you know, you got you got the A P and you got the uh you know, the USA you know, USA today. I mean you got twenty five teams. Now they're gonna be NCAA term, they're gonna be sixty five teams. You got the automatic bids, you got the uh NIT, which is, you know, the, the National Invitation Tournament that nobody wants to be in, you know, nobody wants to go to. But, you know, it gets a team like a Northeastern or maybe a Northwestern shot to possibly win. I think um, who won it last year was uh, Dayton. You know, Dayton won it all. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's, it basically breaks down like this. I mean, you got the SEC, you got the ACC, you got the Big East, you got the Big Ten. Right now the Big East is so dominant. I mean, you got Syracuse, you got Villanova, you got Pittsburgh, you got UConn, you got St. John's back. I mean, St. John's has been off the map for so long. Remember Steve Lavin? you know who Steve Lavin is? No. Who's coach at UCLA? He won a couple of – yeah, well, Steve Lavin brought, brought, UCLA, I mean, brought UCLA to the map. Now he went to St. John's, took a couple years off as an ESPN, went back to New York, has brought St. John's into a top program. They've already upset Duke. They've already upset UConn. Um, they've, you know, I think they beat somebody. Yeah, they beat Villanova. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're playing really, really good. And they beat Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame is number eight. I mean, so, you know, it's basically how it works is, is you have tournaments at the end of the year. If a team gets an automatic bid, like right now, for example, the ACC, the Duke's going to get the automatic bid because Duke is just dominant. North Carolina's probably in. Uh, Florida State's got a little work. It's all about how they're stripped the schedule. So in the Big East, you already got Pittsburgh's already an automatic. So if they lost in the tournament, it just would affect their seed. So that's basically what happens is all the people are trying to get the seed. Everybody's obviously trying to get the better seed, like a number one seed. But a number one seed does not guarantee you a chance to the Final Four. As you look at last, as you look at last year, you had when's the last Duke time a number twelve? When's the last time a number yep. six beat a number one? You know, I, I always want that. one seed has never happened. I always want that money, the sixteen on the one. That's a number. You know what I love about that? There's always some kind of, there's always upsets. You never know what the hell's going on. 
Yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, if you if you like if you want if you, like if I had some money and you and I could put some money in a sports interaction account and really blow it up, man, because that's where I can blow it up. You know, right, I'm not gonna. Pretty good. That's pretty good. I remember there was a period when uh, yeah. Ron won like over three thousand dollars or something, and. Like took a picture of the check that he got. So I mean, he's, I did. Yeah. He might be he might be crazy, and he probably blew all that money on hookers and drugs. But uh, he he knows how to bet. There <laughs> <laughs> it goes, everybody. We got uh, we got uh, just to let everybody know, we got we got uh, uh, Jay Gibb coming on in a second. He's he's uh, up repping up in Sacramento right now. Uh, he's got his he's got the number one hit right now. I like girls that like girls. That shit is dope. He's gonna be calling in. I'm um I'm, I'm on Twitter with this cat right now, going back and forth. So uh we got that coming up in a little bit. We got a lot of more ba- a lot more basketball coming up. We got we got a great show for you guys today. So tune in. Chat room is open, seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. We got fifty phone lines open right now. Um the first person that calls right now and says, I want Brian's twenty dollars, gets to go down to to Georgia and get Brian's twenty dollars. All right. I'll be in Florida actually, but uh, oh, okay. you're back in so. Florida now. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah. All right. So get yeah. ready. We're, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna play this big Omezi featuring Jay Gibb right now on Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now you are tuned now in to the Soul Kitchen Radio Radio Sports Show. Reinvented. Reinvented. Yeah. Reinvented. Now with the old and with the new. I'm a pull up in the band, you got it, you H2. My type, the type time can't replace. You can see it in my real ass face, pace forth and back. Is it over? I said, put me in. And I ain't coming by myself, I brought a couple of friends. And I ain't saying what I'm saying is it has no end. They say the pool is way too shallow for us all to swim. Imagine that, back, back, soon we don't play. Eventually we'll leave them hanging off this old rhyme play. If they shot P, my way to get freedom at last, then will you please give me a pen in the past?
Production. Big ol' Measy TGC. Reinvented. Reinvented. Uh. You are now, you are now to the Soul Kitchen Radio Radio Sports Show. Yo, 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 Soul Kitchen Radio Sports Show. We're back right now. Uh, Mike, Brian, you guys are there, right? Yeah, baby. All right. We got on the phone right now, my man. I've been waiting for I've been waiting for this call, I'm man. He, he's been getting at me. Jay Gibby. Jay Gibbs. What's up, man? What's happening, baby? How are you? Oh, good, man. Good. Glad to see you finally got to the show, man. I know you can't do the Monday show because, like everybody else, you're a hardworking man. You know, we grinding hard. Yeah. So what's going on, man? We got we over here. We over, have you been listening to the show since you've been on today? Okay, I've been talking about the NCAA and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we in here. We talking about uh, I was telling, telling these guys how I don't like the NBA at all because these guys are a bunch of overpaid, slow ass, uh, lazy ass dudes. Oh man, going in on them. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Well, well, you know, Rick is a Rick is a man's man, so he's all about the gladiators' sport of smash. Yeah, yeah. Smash yeah. football. He's all about football. Football, football. Go ahead, Jake. I said I'm a big NBA fan. I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Yeah, man. You know, I'm. This, this is this is my whole thing about the NBA, man. These guys, you watch them, they they, you know. They, like I told these guys, man, the NBA is like watching Top Gun. You know who Tom Cruise is. You know who the girl is. You know, you even know who Iceman is. But who the hell is everybody else in the movie? You don't know, and that's how the NBA is. You know, that's, I don't agree with that, but that's 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 how I put it. So Derek Rose, LeBron James, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Shaquille O'Neal, Blake Griffin, Ray Allen. You know, and, and I'm on I'm on my own island in this. You know, it's okay. I, I don't mind being on my own island with with my own thoughts about the NBA. Everybody else can love the NBA. I love it like when when they get all the uh, when they get all the rappers and they get all the music involved in it. And, and right. like Jay Gibbs, you know, we got it, it's huge for somebody like Jay Gibbs when we got All Star Weekend coming up right in L.A. right in your own backyard. In fact, are you gonna be out there? Of course. Yeah, you know, it's huge. It's a huge hey, promotional thing for everybody. Right. So so Jay, let's talk about let's talk about your music, man. This is what we're talking about. We got you, we're gonna forget about I mean I mean music and sports all works together, so it's good that you called today. Let's talk about your music and you got this I like girls, that like girls, the video is dope. Who shot that video? Was that D shot shot that video? I wasn't the homie D shot. It was actually shot by a girl named Kelly Davis with uh, Thought It Up Productions. Uh, she's a she's a graduate student at the Film Academy in Frisco. Um, her and her 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 crew really held me down. It came out beautiful. Man, and the and the little dude that was playing you as a as a kid, that shit was yeah. dope. You guys got I appreciate it. That. That's my little blood cousin. Oh okay, yeah, this dude he looked just like you. It was like uh. Man, this shit was dope. It was almost like watching the TI, like a TI video. I mean, this shit was like really put together. I appreciate. It. Like, I was really trying to do something different. You know, all rap videos nowadays really look the same. You right. Know what I mean? and I could, yeah. I could make a record in the same direction that everybody else does with the strip club and a bunch of half naked women and all that. But we really wanted to give it a storyline, give it, you know, make it a real experience when you watch it. So we're really proud of it. 
Yeah. So if you yeah. want to see it, if you want to see it, go to uh, YouTube. It's on YouTube, or you could you could hit me on a Twitter or hit hit Jay Gibb on a Twitter. He's at Soul of the City. I'm at Soul Kid Radio. Um, I like girls that like girls, man. And and Mike, you gotta see this because the thing is, it's talking about from like when he was a kid and and he first got into a he first seen this girl and he had a crush on her and 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 then all of a sudden she liked. She liked him, but she liked this other girl. Oh, man. Explain the video to us, man. Well, the, video, the song itself starts from a true story. Like, this is really my experience with, you know, a lot of kids, a lot of cats that, you know, young boys, freshmen in high school and all that, that's when you start being exposed to, you know, a lot of things in life that you weren't aware of. You know what I mean? So uh, it starts out as me as a freshman, and he's in detention. You know what I mean? And he, he sees this girl that he that he likes, you dig? And, you know, as he tries to post her, he's she, you know, she's the best friend. The best. I mean, and he, this same thing that happened to the girl that I liked, and she liked other girls, she liked boots as well. It threw me off. So I was trying to get at her, but I didn't really know how to. And so that's how he is. A little bit awkward in the video. He trying to see how he can approach it. And then later on, when you become a grown man like me and you got your swagger right, it all works out. Right, right, yeah. This is nice, man. So, so are are you traveling right now? Where you at, man? Because your phone keeps cutting in and out. I'm in the studio right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you guys must have all kinds of stuff going on in the studio. Mike, you got some questions for Jay Gibb, right? Yeah, I do. I do, man. So I got a show on the fifth. And one of the things I got to do is, uh, well, like I do improv comedy, but one of the things I'm getting myself ready to do is some singing. And, uh, well, I'm just, uh, I got two characters. I mean, one of them is easy to, well, they're both easy to play. One is uh, me, extra Ukrainian that I can't be. And the other one is little Wayne. And I'm kind of playing them all together on stage at the same time. And I wanted just to give you just a tiny little sample just to see what you think. And uh, and I'm kind of going off of my head. I don't have my notes with me because I kind of have to have it all together. But uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll give you just a tiny little amount if that's cool with you. Absolutely. I want to hear it. Okay. I'm going to start it off. It goes off like this. It's Friday night, and I'm feeling kind of fresh. I just got my tax return, so my pocket's full of cash. I holler at my boy, young fuck, engineer, sir. And tell him what the Wayne will be joining us on this mission. Yeah. What's up up in here in the city in the crib? Got bitches in the place and they're ready to live. I got scrambling and dangling already from my nuts and they want my this because they can't get none of that. Well, that's, that's, uh, I kind of randomly freestyled the little Wayne part for the hell of it. But, uh, there's, there's more to it. I just didn't want to give give it all away too much, but uh like yeah. I mean, what do you think what do you think about like introduction of random characters at random times, I guess? I think that's uh, dope. The, the Ukrainian rapper, that's crazy. <laughs> you if you ever need him on the track, man, I got him for you. He's right here. And then he's a group maybe. For like an ad lib yeah. or something. My man could do some crazy ad-libs, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm harmless, but in the sense of all things, I just like to mess with things. 
So, you know, when I, when I do impersonations of Shaq or or Little Wayne or other guys or Dave Chappelle, I usually just, you know, I don't try to uh, copy and uh, say what they say. I just try to kind of mule into a character of them and kind of say something that they might say, but nothing too, nothing too like, racy or, like, you know, uh, something that will insult anyone. Kind of like, like, you got to be careful. I know some of these artists are sensitive. You might, you might see yeah, them in public. It could be a different thing. Uh, no, no gotta, I know. <laughs> we got a dude <laughs> in the chat room says he's a Lithuanian rapper. I think oh, he wants man. to battle you, man. <laughs> oh, it's kind of battle. <laughs> The the Lithuanian Ukrainian battle right here on Soul Kitchen Radio oh, wow. with Jay Gibb as a with Jay Gibb as the the oh, hey, I'll, I'll host it. <laughs> yeah, the special official host. He, he, no, you can be you can be a Jewish. You can be a Jewish Ukrainian Russian. Yeah, Russian. yeah. And we got Brian, the Jewish guy with the big nose. He, yeah. He's on. Before he's on, before yeah. I for, before I forget, can I give you one little Wayne thing? Go ahead. All right. Yo, I only go by one motto. Next week, love not woke. Let your body, not your mind be felt. I don't know. Random stuff like that. People in the car look at me weird. But, uh, <laughs> but I didn't want to forget that little line and just want to see what y'all guys thought about that, if that even made any sense. I mean, it's, yeah, I, was I, didn't really, I didn't really hear the line. Can't understand. I know. Yeah. Everybody's like in the car, in the studio, outside, chilling. But that's kind of like Wayne, though. Half the time you don't know what he's saying either, so you yeah. might be on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good. That's exactly what I was hoping for. All right, that's well, let's exactly. get to Jake Gibb a little bit. 714-694-4150. You out there listening, you want to call in, that's the number. Give. tell me, I got to gotta ask you this question, man. This is This is my question, dog. When did you fall in love with hip hop? When did you know that you wanted to do this? You know what? I, my mom says that I've been rapping since I could talk. Like my my father, he he rapped. He never really took it seriously, but he, he freestyled all the time. So when I was about five years old, uh, he had this rap called Battle that he taught me, and I would go around to all the homies in the hood. He'd take me to the homies' house. I would have to perform Battle in the hood. I'd have to perform it at the family gathering, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. ever since I was like five years old, I was performing and rapping, and, and I loved it, you know what I mean? And I just developed my skills over the years, and, and here we are. Cool, man. And, and and the shit is hot, man. I got to tell you, this is... So what's the second single after the I Like Girls? What do you got planned for that? When's the whole album drop? Well, the, the album's called Soul the City. Um, the album is going to be released in the next... We're, we're hoping for the next two months. I'm still in the, I'm still in the last recording process and the mixing process, picking the records. Like I've got 24 records right now that I'm choosing from. Um, we're moving out of this studio into a bigger studio next week, so I'm gonna give it like three weeks in the studio to see if something new comes out, and then we're gonna release the album probably two months after that. Okay, cool. So, and the album's called Soul of the City, which is the reason the why. Album's you, called Soul of the City. Which is the reason why I couldn't find Jay Gibb on Twitter because you're Soul of the City. <laughs> Right, exactly. And I, I get asked a lot, like, where did that soul of the city come from? Like, I'm from Sacramento. And right, right. my city, honestly, my city ever since, you know, since the Sebo and Brother Lynch days, since since that that kind of went away, you know, my city has been soulless, in my opinion. We don't have 
our own sound, our own identity. We're so quick to jump on some out-of-towners instead of supporting what we have in SAC. You know what I mean? So my goal was to give us a soul. My goal was to, to present music to my city that they can be proud of, that we can get behind, and I can be like Nelly to St. Louis. I can be Snoop to Long Beach. I can be Jay-Z to Marcy Project. Right. You know what I mean? So and that's dope, that's and you know, and that's kind of, that's kind of like what that's kind of like what Sibo was to Sack. You know, it was Sibo exactly. and Sack. You know, and, and I was out there back in those days. You know, I was uh, I was I started radio on KSFM with Ebro and right. and, and DJ Alvin D and everybody, and I was with Trejo. I was a I was a guy, I was a street team guy. I was an overnight guy. You know, and yeah, and and back there when Mixula had his had his his record stores, right. you know, right. That's, right. That's kind of like 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 Sacramento, and I see what you're saying because Sacramento was quick to to jump on jump on anybody from L.A. anybody from the Bay, you know, right. they they jumped on some Bloods and Crips and all that stuff, and and I was like, man, you know, it's nice to know that somebody like you is gonna just kind of come out and say, look, this is Sac, this is this is me. Like I got frat brothers that are like, I'm Sac, I don't care, you know, I'm from Southside right. Sac, I'm Sac, you know, and right. and it and it's good to hear stuff like that. It's like like yeah. hearing uh, a brown guy saying I'm brown pride, or or you hear a white guy go, man, I'm white pride. You know, I'm like, I don't care right. as long as as long as you know who you are and you're and you're comfortable with you, and right. and, and you being sack, you you're the voice of sack, and you and you got banging music. You know, that's that's even the better part. Because like my father, my dad is from the Garden Block, so right. I, I came up around all of them cats, and and Sebo was huge to me, like. Hearing Sebo's music and, and seeing his movement in his hood was incredible, you know what I mean? And it it bothered me that after that after that rain went away that we didn't have something to follow up and that everybody became, you know, top 40 tip riders, you know what I mean? And right. wait for it out of tower to come into town, and that's the only time you come to a hip-hop show. So, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, like you had, said, you had like... came up around the golden age in sack. Like Alvin D., that's my big bro. Alvin right. D., Mixula, them is, them is my big brothers, so... You know they put me on to the game, so you know. You know, and that and that's where that I was. Back. I was with them. I was doing all the street promotions in Sacramento at that time. You know, we was running. We was running the radio station. We had we had Sacramento pop, and we had uh, me and Omizi and, and JB. Uh-huh. We had our own club back then downtown downtown uh, in downtown Sac and Old Sac. You know, it was. So that's kind of like that. That's where where I came up with, and I, and I feel what you're saying, and I really appreciate your music, and I appreciate the fact that that you're repping your city like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So and it was because Rick, my my birthday's tomorrow, right? Uh huh. So this is why I'm in the studio right now, getting my little last things together, because tonight we partying. We partying <laughs> hard in sack. It's the fourth annual J Give Bash, so we partying hard in sack, and then next weekend we're going to L. A. So if anybody's going to be in L.A. next weekend, All-Star Weekend, the fourth annual J. Gear birthday bash is going to be at Cabana on Saturday with uh, Young Jeezy and Amari Stoudemire. We will be in the building. So I'll see y'all at Cabana. It's going down. Right, right. Let's get into your song real quick so Mike can hear it before he got to get off the phone. This, this is right here. J. Gibb, I like girls. That like girls. Yes, sir. I like girls. That like girls. Right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. Yeah, you want to get in, talk to them, 714-694-4150. We're going to be right back.
You're listening to Soul Fusion Radio. Soul Camacho. Brian Misha. Brian Misha. And Rick Camacho. Misha. Misha. On Soul Kitchen Radio. Brian and Rick Camacho. Brian on Soul Kitchen Radio. Misha. Misha. Rick Camacho. On Soul Kitchen Radio. Brian and Rick Camacho. You're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Misha. Misha. Brian, 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 I like girls that like girls. 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 I
Don't get the radio. Yo, what's up? It's Rick Camacho. My man Jake Gill is on the line. Yo, Mike, what's up? You there? Yo, baby, I'm here. Brian, Brian, how'd you like that, man? Brian's not there. Mike, what you think, man? How you like it? I hook, like it right? a lot. You know, it's uh, I've heard it a couple times now, and uh, now you know now that I got a chance to kind of like fully understand the song more, kind of like the history behind it, and you know, and uh, it's always nice to speak to the artist himself that made the song and kind of like see his input of what inspired him to make the song. Uh, it kind of makes me listen in even more now. So it's like now I'm like looking in deeper on like what lyrics and what he says. It's like like see like the wordsmith behind the you know the the music so yeah you know right. cool 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 we got a caller 916 yeah. you're on the phone what's happening what's up what's going on man you're on the phone with Jay Gibbs and so get the radio Oh, this the, this the bank of boy and sex. I'll, I'll just call it in that song. I like that song. I like girls. That's so tight, and I like the video too. I appreciate that, bro. Who suits your videos? Uh, the, the girl who shot it, who, who uh, the girl who produced and directed this. Her name is Kelly Davis. She's out of Sacramento too, with uh, Thought It Up Productions. All right. I got I gotta see that video. I'm video. Kelly Davis, like you find her on Facebook. Kelly Davis, cool. I gotta say, you know, before I moved to California, I didn't even know Sacramento was the capital of of California. <laughs> that's how that's how ignorant I was. So it's a, it's really cool to see you guys, uh, you know, wrapping the city, representing. I got a uh, one of my best friends. He works for the Sacramento Kings. Unfortunately, he says there might be a lockout. So so Rick, you might get your wish come true. Uh, NBA might be gone for a little bit. Nobody knows how long exactly. I don't. I don't. So, I don't know. wish the NBA is gone. I, I mean, know. The I'm kidding. I'm good. kidding. I'm kidding. But either <laughs> way, you know, it's just good. It's just good to see people representing their city. I mean, I got the pressure of representing Ukraine, so I'm like, man. But uh, so I'm more than. It's just nice to see people just showing you know love for their city. A lot of people just want to run away and represent LA or represent San Francisco or other stuff but you know it's nice to show that this is my city you might have not heard of it although you should know about it because over a million people have lived there and I will be you know the proud son or daughter of the city you know showing <laughs> showing the pride it's always beautiful amen to that wave them, wave them colors man wave them colors Wave that, yeah. wave that you know, bear. Go ahead, Jay. We may not yeah. even have the Kings long. Are they? Are the Kings talking about leaving? Well, this is the problem. Like this, and it goes back to you know having some pride in your city. Like the the Maloo, mm-hmm. they're losing a bunch of money in Las Vegas, and right. you know they need a new arena, and the city yeah, won't. Do. The city won't, uh, you know, help fund the new arena. So. You know, they are in the process of looking for other options. They might go to Seattle. You know, Seattle just lost their team, and now they're dying for another organization. And the Kings might be headed that way. So what do you think about about that, Brian? Have you heard about that? 
I kind of heard about that. I don't know if they're actually going to go to Vegas because uh, I'm going to be able to be able to gamble on them. Not Vegas, um, Seattle. Seattle, Seattle probably I, a possibility. I mean, Seattle has a pretty good, uh, you know, falling. It's a good sports town. Um, you know, Sacramento would be nice for them to stay in Sacramento because there's nothing to do in Sacramento but go to Kings games. You know, and they got a good, they got a good nucleus of talent. I mean, they beat New Orleans. They played the Celtics tough. I think they beat who else? They beat they beat uh, they beat the Lakers in L.A. I mean, they got some talent in Tyreek Evans and Cousins, and you know, they got some they got some talent there. Um, you know, and and I gotta I understand why Sacramento can't back them up. You know, I mean, you would think a small city like that could come together. Or like Kevin Johnson or something could donate, you know, money because he's a mayor, you know. Right. Well, yeah. Kevin's fighting tooth and nail to keep him here. Yeah. But you know, it's only so much that he can do. Yeah. I think at the end they, they will probably stay. There'll be more, you know, more pride of the city, and the the more pride people have in their city, more thing, more good things happen. Right, right, right. Very true. I got to like, I mean, out when it come out. <laughs> I got <laughs> to say one thing that made me really sad was when uh, one of the last times I went to Sacramento to visit my friend was uh, I wanted to go to the, the Chris Weber barbecue restaurant. And uh, when I found out that closed down, it made me kind of sad. That I, I, like, there was like a shooting, a shooting outside of it. It was just, man, you know, it's like uh, yeah. you got to – when you have something like that in the city, you want to, you know, you want to be proud of it. And, and when good places close down like that, it's just like, man, kind of a little sad. But, you know, it's a good thing that there's good people coming out of it representing their city, and and good things will happen. Yeah, so we uh, – okay, your boy hung up. The, thank you for calling. Um yeah, man. So, so today we're talking Sacramento on this line. That's fine. That's yeah. fine because because we got we got Gibbs on the line and uh, and he's repping Sac, holding it down, holding it down real big. Because that song right there is definitely going to get a lot of radio play. Are you getting Are you getting uh, Are you getting some play across the country on that one? Say it again, Rick. Are you getting play across the country right now on that song? Are you getting picked up anywhere? See, we're getting more play in other places than we actually getting in Sacramento, which goes back to you know what we talked about. But right. you know, like in like I got a show coming up in March in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh-huh. and uh, you know the home of Wiz Khalifa. They showing a lot of love out that way. We had a show there in December. Um, they love the record. It, it, it's playing, doing well out there. So we're going back in March. Um, Get, get, it's like it's pocketing right now. The record is new, so we're just now getting it out, getting the video out, and you know, getting support in pockets right now. So it's it's taking some time, but it's it's working its way around. The video is is getting a great response, so we're looking good. Cool, that's good, man. You got Alvin? Is Alvin on the line? Is, is Alvin helping you out in Georgia? Oh yes. Yeah. Alvin's working. We we just we did a show in Columbus. That's where Alvin is staying. We did a show in Columbus. Uh, the end of last year, he showed us a lot of love. I was not in radio, but he's playing the record in the club. Oh, he's working. Yeah, yeah, he's in the club, and he's. he's uh, Alvin is like living over somebody's house right now, living over somebody's club, and you know he's doing his thing. I'll be talking to right. that. The club is nice like, though. Yeah, you you've been there in Columbus to his club. Yeah, I've been there. It's it's right there in downtown Columbus. It's a, it's a nice club. 
Okay, cool, cool. So, so Brian, get into some sports. Ask, ask Jay Gibb some sports. You guys talk about some. Uh, let's talk about some let's NBA, talk about man. The NBA. Yeah, let's talk let's about talk some NBA. NBA. Let's talk NBA. What's the score of the Celtics uh, Heat game right now? What is it? Huh? Celtics, Celtics and Miami are playing. I don't know. I'm not watching it either. But uh, that, yeah, that the big the game. I mean, you got the you got the Miami Heat and Celtics right now. Uh, you know, Miami and Boston fighting for the number one Eastern Conference seed. Uh, Boston's battling injuries right now. Nate Robinson's out. Shaq's out. Sherman Erden's out. Uh, Marquis Daniels almost paralyzed. Uh, Delonte West is out. I mean, they're they're really beat up, beat up to the core. You know, and then once on Jermaine O'Neal, I mean, that's six players right there. So almost the whole team. Yeah. You know, you bring all those guys back, but. Uh, Everybody thinks the Lakers. I mean, what's your, what's your, uh, who do you feel right now has the uh, outlooking look right now, as you'd say, is the crystal ball of possibly, uh, you know, playing in the NBA Finals? I mean, I have my two teams that I think will probably possibly be there. Well, my my crystal ball says this. I, I think definitely if we don't make a trade, everybody's talking about uh, bringing Carmelo to L.A. I don't think that's a good move for the Lakers. Um, I think a better move for Carmelo would be to go to New York where he wants to be and be with Amari Stoudemire and be able to build a good nucleus over there. Um, It's not going to work in L.A. Plus, as the Lakers, when you're looking at it, if you lose Andrew Bynum and you lose half of of your your inside presence, you're not going to be able to beat a team like the Celtics in the NBA Finals because the Celtics are coming out of the East. And when the Celtics get healthy, the Miami Heat are not going to be able to beat them this season. They'll, next season, once they have a little bit more time together, they're going to come out of the East. But this season, if Boston finds a way to get healthy, I think they're too big and too deep. So it's going to be L.A. and Boston in the NBA Finals. Yeah. What do you guys think about, I mean, uh, the two Dallas teams? I mean, they're the only – I mean, not Dallas, the Texas teams that are – The only ones that have right? – yeah, they're they're the only ones that have multiple um, double-digit win streaks. I mean, the Spurs are on a historical run. I mean, the Mavericks. I mean, there's talks of them possibly getting Carmelo, but that's that's everyone seems to be getting Carmelo this season. But <laughs> I don't know. I just as much as I want to, you know, ignore those guys. They just they're just too good to be ignored. I, well, the Spurs the Spurs are definitely scary. I think the Spurs have the best chance outside of the Lakers to come out of the West. The Mavericks, I never, I can never believe in the Mavericks because Dirk Nowitzki yeah. is is, is not a big, he's not a big no. game player. Is, that, is Alvin there? Hello. All right. All right. Yeah. So, man, we just had somebody on the line, and you guys, you guys lost him. Call back, man. Oh. Whoever that five one three number was. But yeah. Um, All right. All right, guys, I got to say goodbye to y'all. I got a nine-hour Pokemon day ahead of me. Nothing to look forward to here, although they're paying my bills. But anyway, well, I got a run. It was awesome. About? Oh, man, we got this huge Pokemon tournament. And uh, let's just say we had about 10,000 people here yesterday, and we we're expecting the same amount today. We had a line that that wouldn't stop coming for Twelve straight hours, so like a whole bunch of kids. Kind of, are you working? Are you working with Jeff? Uh, Jeff is here. Yeah, Jeff is a mascot character. I think he's 
uh, the Pikachu. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the only thing that helps is there's some good-looking nerds here. I'm like, some people you would never expect to be into Pokemon are here. So I'm like, all right, that that works. But uh, besides that, just a lot of a lot of people that that are almost you expected to be here, and they're here. But you know, it is what it is. All right, all right, Mike. Well, have fun at the Pokemon thing, man, with all them little kids and stuff. Bring us back some cards or something. We'll do, we'll do. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna check out the video when I get home because I really want to see it. I appreciate yeah, it. Don't give, I don't, like don't, don't, don't molest me. I'm gonna check it out. I don't want to. I don't want to hear the San Francisco news that uh, you were fondling a couple of the kids for the Pokemon cards. <laughs> okay, I'll, I won't fondle any this time. Just for you. I mean, you know, I know, I know you and Jeff might more. I'll, I'll leave them. I'll leave them all for you. Don't worry. Oh, I don't think so. You know. All right. All right. They're, yeah. all, they're all yours. Uh, but yeah, anyways, right. I'll. Uh, okay. See you guys. All right, Mike. See. You all right. So, so Gib, you still on the line? Let's talk about. Let's talk about a little March Madness. Well, first of all, before we get into that, let's talk more about more about your music real quick. Um, so you got your you, you got 24 tracks right now ready to go. Who's your who's your uh, who's your label? What do you who's putting you out? Well, right now I'm in, in collaboration with Cali Gold Entertainment um, and my imprint Takeover Entertainment. Um, as it stands right now, that's the way the album is going to come out. We're in the process of looking for distribution, um, so we'll see how that works. Uh, right now, it's going to be Cali Gold Takeover Entertainment. Um, in terms of the album, who I've been working with, the, the single was produced by DJ Iltek. He's from Sacramento. Uh, young up-and-coming producer. He's incredible. Um, we've got production from Ross Move. Um, he was on my last single called Sidekick. Uh, Ross Move has worked with everybody, uh, Sean Kingston, Rick Ross. Uh, he's on E-40's latest album. Like, he's, he's he, he did a – have you heard Trickin' from Mouvage out of, out of Atlanta? Uh, nah. Well, that was, that was a big record. It got them signed to Jive. That was produced by Ross Move, and he sung on the record. Um, he okay. he was actually one of the one of the founding members of my company when we first oh, okay. started. So he's on the project. Um, you know, we've got local cats on the project. I got Doey Rock. I got Balance. I got uh, Bueno on the project. I've got uh, R&B singer Sine on the project. Um, I've got Bailey out of San Francisco on the project. Um, and then there's there's a whole bunch of other songs that aren't determined yet that if I'm gonna use them or not. So you know. We'll see how that works, but the album is shaping up great because I've, I've been working on this project now for three years. So there's there's so much great material to choose from that it's, it's going to be incredible. And one of the things about it I wanted to make sure everybody knew is that the difference between this album and everybody else who's putting out hot singles like I have, this album itself has depth. This album has concepts. This album has real content and and real material that you can play from top to bottom. It feels like to me like a Tupac album, and not in the sense where it's aggressive like Pac, but to where Pac had a song for every emotion that you would go through. If you listen to Pac, no matter what you're going through, he had a record for it. And that's one of the one of the goals of this Soul of the City album, is for you to be able to go through all of the emotions that you would go through in a city in a given time with this project. So I'm I'm happy with it so far. So is that how you is that how you do the is that how you write music when you just when you're walking around, you you think of something, you go, oh shit, I gotta put this in my iPod real quick, or in my in my in my notes real quick on my phone. You just start putting in, you you like get a hook and go and just go with it. 
Well, with me, my creation process comes from the music. Like, I, I used to write a whole lot just walking around and just writing, but since I stopped writing down lyrics, it comes from the music. So I'll get in the studio. Whatever the beat tells me, whatever the beat says to me, that's where the, that's where the song goes. So I never really know until I hear the music. Okay, so you got the music first, and then you then you just make the song out of that. Right, because I think, I mean, to me it feels like the music typically dictates, you know, where you're going to go. The, the, the music of the record is really what people remember most, the music and the hook, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and nine times out of ten, that's how it works, except for I Like Girls. I had the I Like Girls concept um, and hook for a year before I actually found the beat that fit the idea. So that's mm-hmm. one of the records that you know I did the traditional way. So are you one of those one of those MCs that we could catch in the cipher, just uh, just freestyling in the cipher with your backpack on, just doing your thing? Well, that's I how mean, I started, man. I, I came up, I came up battle rapping, freestyling. That's how I first, when people start paying attention to me, it was it was in battle raps. I was with Alvin D and them over at TaylorMade Music. They right. did the Rock the Mic concert, came through, and they had the Rock the Mic contest with 102. Um, and ever since that battle is when people start, you know, getting on to me. But in in recent years, I've been really focusing on making records, making albums, making hit songs. I haven't been doing a whole bunch of battling no more. Ain't no money in that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, most people just battle just for fun, just for the for the love of the music. You know, you you get in there and 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 you just not not even really battle, just being a cipher, just just like like uh, dang, who used, who used to be? What's that dude that was just like like E Train and all them, they they used to just yeah. they used to just like the the hip hop kids in uh yeah. E Train and what's that other cast name? The guy with the dreads. Um, um damn, I can't I can't think of his name, but you know, he used to just be they they you catch those dudes just anywhere, just in a cipher, just battling, just just doing just just you know just in a cipher, just hip hop and and rapping and freestyling and shit and just going off and. And you can feel the love of the music when you walk around something like that, right? You know, so yeah, that's cool. So you started with uh, Taylor Made Music when when they came out. Yeah, that was my first look. Um, my man Sugar Bear put me on with Dion Taylor. Um, that's when I first went in the Sugar album. Bear. Back my in. man Sugar Bear. <laughs> that's the big homie. That's the big homie. So this shout out this to my man Big like, Sugar Bear boy. Big Sugar Bear. I just seen Sugar Bear in the barbershop, too. That's my big homie. Everybody still be going to Better Images? Nah, my uh, my cousin Big, my cousin Young Meese, he uh, he opened a shop down the street. We all at Famous Fades now. Oh, okay, yeah, I I was a I was a Better Images cat, you know. No, I was too, and Young Mike was in Better Images, but then some situations went down, and you know we opened up our own shop, so we at Famous Fades now in Northgate. Okay, cool, cool, man. We could we could talk Sacramento all day, bro. I stayed, I was out there for so long. Man, that's, yeah. that's like my second home. You know, I went to college. We was we was on uh we we was doing the uh the Informer magazine. My man uh Crazy Ballhead was out there, triple. Right. Um of course Mixula when before Mix had his thing, before he had his uh before he had his stores. I mean I was in Mix yeah. I was in Mixula's store when I found out the Tupac died. That's that's how long ago that was. Wow. Yeah, that's that that shit was crazy. It's, it's way back in the days, man. That's uh, we, that's like what I said, I'm we, saying. Like people don't people don't understand that the history of Sacramento hip hop and what what has happened here and what type of you know talent has come out of here and, and think that you know Ebro who's 
who's a program director at Hot 97, came from Sacramento. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know. People don't, I, I people don't understand I, those types <laughs> of things. I mean, I remember, I remember me and Ebro, we was battling in the KSFM studio, just mixing together. We was battling, you know. We was, I was an intern. He was, he was an intern, and then he made right. his way up, and I went the other way, you know. And so, yeah. but, but yeah, it's 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 cool. You got, I mean, we got Rick. We got, uh, we could talk Sacramento radio all day because in Sacramento radio, we got people from that was in KSFM back in the '90s that are all over the country doing radio now. You know, and uh, one of the most known voices in radio come started at KSFM. Well, he didn't start there, but he was a program director back in the 90s at KSFM. So I could talk radio Sacramento all day, but but when it comes to the streets and the hip-hop, you know, it's always been like, uh, it was always, uh, 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 whatchamacallit, Sebo and Brother Lynch hung. I think half right. of the people don't even know Brother Lynch Hunt came from Sacramento when I talked to him. Period. They have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and so, they have no idea. Oh, and shout out to Brother Lynch. He got his new situation with Strange Music. He's been putting out projects through Strange. Shots to him. He's been real successful with that venture. That's a good look. He's still eating babies in his music? I I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can old- tell you. The old brother Lynch home was eating babies and, and going crazy, and that's when people was like, oh, my God, this dude is wild. Right, and that was before Eminem. That's when it was it was really new. Yeah, that's when, that when, that's when it was like, what the hell? I mean, he, you got to listen to some of this stuff, Brian, his old school brother Lynch home. Look that up on your on your internet. But what people don't know, people talk about Sebo so much, but and, and shots to Bo, but Lynch is the highest selling Sacramento hip hop artist ever. Cause he crossed the line. Cause them them punk rock white boys love that stuff. Exactly. That's what that's what you have to do. So how do you, so do you think you could come up from? And it's terrible that that uh, that that one hundred three point five changed the format because that was your outlet right there. That was your outlet to Absolutely. get to all Sacramento. You know, and now 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 to have uh, what's that Sacramento radio.com or something. So yeah. cats that, um, yeah. that, that be on Twitter. You know, I, I right. see them all the time. The uh, Soul, the Toe Show or something like that. Yeah, the, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the, um, ah, I, I did the interview too. It's, uh, anyway, it's on K, it's on KMUSFM.com, I, I believe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to them, man. You know, any, anybody who's repping like like logo artists and stuff like that, man, they they definitely deserve their shouts because you know it takes a lot in this industry to to get noticed anywhere, and right. and the fact that the fact that that the fact that I got this show, me, Brian, and uh, and Mike, and and you know we get we get people from everywhere that listen to this show, you know, and I, and I definitely I have to I feel it's my duty to take the time to talk to people like you and get you out there so everybody knows about your music. You know, so is I, I like girl, is that on is that on uh is that on iTunes right now they could pick, they can purchase it right now? Yes, you can go to iTunes right now, search J Gibb I Like Girls and you can download the clean version and the version we just played on the radio. They they're both available for download. Cool. Shouts out to Centerfold from Cincinnati. She hit me on Twitter. She said she tried to get through, but she couldn't get on the line, and she believes that Boston, Boston's going to the finals too. 
<laughs> that must have been her that was on the line and, and everybody was talking. So so tell her to tell her to call back. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. Get in right now. We're still we're still here. Brian, let's talk a little bit uh college sports. You are you are you a March Madness person, Gip? Nah, I, I stay in the NBA. That stuff moves around too fast for me, baby. I, I used to be I used to be a big North Carolina fan when you know when uh you got a team shirt. That's what I hear. I just don't have the time to, to keep up with it. it's too many teams. <laughs> UNC's got a really good team. They almost beat they beat they were up by Duke by fourteen. Um yeah, I mean college basketball's gonna be really interesting. Everyone thinks Ohio State's gonna dominate, but they lost to Wisconsin yesterday, uh and they got a guy named Jared Sillinger who's who's next uh maybe Greg Odom but better. Um you know, it's it, it's going to be a surprise. I mean, you're going to see a team that nobody expects come out of the woodworks. I mean, I, I could see San Diego State, the BYUs. I mean, San Diego State's number six. They lost one game. They haven't won an NCAA tournament game this year. They're going to probably be at number two, three seed. They can easily get to the Final Four. BYU with, with Jammer is going to be amazing. Um, you know, he's one of the top players. Might be the next Larry Bird in the NBA. Um, you know, wow, so that's huge. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I, I think he's the real deal. I really do. I mean, I hope he gets. I hope some team like, uh, you know, I wonder who would draft him. But uh, you know, maybe Utah. You know, Utah with Sloan, and that's a big loss. Um, you know, it really hurts me to say Jerry Sloan retired because of Deron Williams. Um, you know, we didn't talk about that. Jerry Sloan was the longest uh, coach in any sport. You know, and uh, kind of was forced out by Deron Williams. You know, and kind of. Hurts, you know, because Jerry Sloan's a great guy. You know, he's been around. I think he lost his wife to cancer. Um, you know, Carl Malone, John Stockton days, Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. I mean, he was around as long as God. I was almost a kid. I was a big kid when he started coaching, you know. And now him being forced out and resigning in the middle of the year, it's just so sad, you know. Um, it's terrible. It is. Like, Jerry Sloan, if he was going to leave the NBA, he should go out with a parade on a exactly. Jerry Sloan is is like royalty in NBA coaching, and for him to have to resign in the middle of a season, if it really was based on some player, I don't care how good yeah. he is. We talking about Jerry Sloan. We talking about a legend. That's despicable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just it's 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 it's, so, it's horrible what's happening. Like the Rod Williams basically controls the whole organization. Utah cannot win without Jerry Sloan. I'm sorry, they can't. Tyrone Corbin's not going to come in and change that team around. I mean, I don't love to see Utah, you know, win for Utah. I mean, Utah, I mean, it's just it's just so sad that this team has just basically just been dismal. I mean, I don't even know. what It would be interesting to see what the talk shows and the radio shows are saying down there, you know, in Utah, because it's a big loss. It's like, God, it's like, uh, well, Michael Jordan retiring or, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, um, I don't know, Dan Marino retired. It's big. It's really, really big. It's a big, 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 um, you know, it wasn't as big a story as I thought it would be, you know, with ESPN, ESPN, they, you know, I didn't really watch a lot of sports, but it is a big, big news, and a lot of people aren't talking about it. And, uh, you know, um, you know, the NBA is the NBA is the NBA. I know you don't like the NBA, but, um, you know, you got the, the rivalries and, you know, you got the playoffs and you got the, you know, and and when it gets down to it, the Lakers right now um, are, are very, very. There's a lot of question marks. I mean, they don't have a deep bench. Um, Ron Artest is he going to come up and step up like people expect? 
I know your son, um, uh, Rich, uh, is a big uh, Lakers fan. Right, um, right. JD, we talk smack all the time, you know. And uh, I mean, Lakers got a great team. Anytime, any team with Kobe, Gasol, Bynum, they're amazing. But what, what really scares me is their bench. I mean, I'm losing Jordan Farmer and Sasha Vecevic. We're a big losses to go to the Nets. And they replaced him with Steve Blake. But also, you got to realize Matt Barnes is out, too. So, and a lot of people haven't realized that. And Matt Barnes is a big key. He's a good utility player, a good role player, a good bench player. Uh, brings a lot to the table. And uh, once he comes back, maybe they'll be good. And then maybe they'll bring Joe Smith into the uh, pitcher. They'll probably make a trade for somebody, maybe get a Gerald Wallace or someone out of the woodwork, somebody who that you know nobody would expect. Um, but Carmelo Anthony going to uh, L.A., would just be a disgrace. I mean, I think it would really took the team down. Carmelo Blonde's in New York. He played with Syracuse and won a national championship with them. You put him with Stottlemyre. They don't give up. They don't want to give up the pieces to the puzzle. Um, you know, like I said, I think it'd be a really good, uh, you know, pick up in New York in the Eastern Conference to even get even better. You got the Celtics, Snakes, and uh, Heat, and then they'll be all fighting for it. But uh, you know, who knows in the NBA? I mean, everyone thinks it's going to be the Lakers, Heat. Celtics, I, you know, San Antonio could come out of the woodworks, but they're a very boring team. I mean, like, watching San Antonio Spurs is, again, like going to a funeral. It's just it's so boring. <laughs> you don't want to be there. I mean, they're boring. They're not exciting. Tim Duncan is so boring. He makes me want to throw up. You have bet on the San Antonio Spurs. It's just so boring. You know, they're boring. They're not exciting like the Lakers. They're not exciting like Dallas. They're not exciting like Warriors. I wish Golden State would get, to get a big man. Golden State gets a big man in there. It could be a. They could be a team. You know. You but, know, and you feel it. You feel it when when it's in your city. Cause you remember when yeah. when the Warriors went to the went, went to the playoffs. I was living right yeah. there by the by the stadium, and and every day I seen the big huge Warriors jersey saying "We believe" outside, and and that one that I felt that I felt that that uh, that excitement like when the Giants were in the World Series this year. I felt that excitement of of the basketball, and that's like when I really got to it. I was like, oh, I'm a warrior. I'm gonna watch the Warriors. I'm gonna watch the Warriors. You know, I wasn't wasn't gonna pay three hundred dollars to go to a game, but I was gonna watch it, man. So, what is your team, Gib? Is it is it the the Kings? Or are you a Lakers fan? I'm, I mean, I'm a player fan. At the end of the day, I'm from Sacramento, so you always want the Kings to do well. Uh, right. I was a Kings fan when we had Mitch Richmond, Lionel Simmons. Uh, Odin Polynesia, that's when I was a real I remember that. fan. Yeah. They, they started making moves that I really, you know, I can't I can't agree with. But I'm a player fan. I, I like the Lakers, you know what I mean? But I want to, I always want to see the Kings do well. Good, yeah. Shout out to my frat brother, Odin Polynesia, man. He was he was good. Odin Polynesia went to where? I, I said he went to, uh, Africa. my cousin always joked, I said he went to South Africa. So he went to Virginia. I think that's where he went to college, but got Odin Polynesia. Uh, I, I like the Kings. I, I think I like what they're doing. They're ex- they're exciting. I watch them. You know, if you have money on them, or you even uh, watch them on. I like always watching them on um, you know TV on internet. And they're an exciting team. Ty Gavin's the Marcus Cousins. He's got you know yeah he's a crybaby, but he plays with emotion. You know what I mean? He does some crazy stuff, but he's he did this team just has some excitement compared to the Atlanta Hawks down here in Atlanta. They're boring. Nobody goes to the games. They lose to the Philadelphia 76ers by 30 or 40 points. Joe Johnson's an overrated player. Al Horford's good, but they have nothing around it. You know, they'll be out in the first round. They'll go nowhere. And, you know, it's just so sad 
going from one of the best sports towns in Boston to one of the worst sports towns in Atlanta. Where, okay, um, so hold on, hold on. Are you saying <laughs> that you would rather have the Kings than the Atlanta Hawks? The the Hawks are boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, they, they're, they're you, I'm, not, I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying they're not. I'm just saying it's not exciting like going to a Celtics game. You like Celtics and you know he you know I haven't been to a Heat game with the new nucleus but I mean, the, the Kings are more exciting than the um the Hawks right now. Yeah, they you have a good time, but they're gonna lose. <laughs> not not not, not <laughs> only just security beat the Lakers, they dominated LA in LA. The Hawks, you guys talking about the Hawks now? Will the Hawks beat the the Cleveland Cavaliers? Yes. <laughs> is that like a, yes. is that like a battle of the bottom? No, the Hawks are not that bad. They just got killed by the, the the Sixers, and they lost to the Hornets, and they they've been just you know just a, just haven't done really well. Um, they just don't seem to play together. Um, so what's your thing? You know, the Cavaliers. Do what? Yeah. So what happened with the Cavaliers, man? How 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 come they went to the bottom after? Um, after... LeBron, you know, the whole team just fell apart. Mo Williams is really key. Like once Mo Williams came back, they beat the Clippers. Um, they're gonna be good. They're gonna they're gonna get that team back together. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna they're gonna really build some pieces to the puzzle. I mean Williams is a great player. Anderson Vajal I've always liked. Um uh Harris from Michigan I think was a pretty good pickup. Um Jamar Moon. They're gonna get some guys in there, you know. And uh, you know, eventually they'll probably build I mean, I don't know if they'll ever win, but uh they could possibly get back to the playoffs. But I mean, the team you got to watch out for are the Chicago Bulls. Derrick Rose is amazing. I mean, he's one of the best players. He has stepped up his game. A lot of people think his defense is horrible, but what he did to Memphis, getting Memphis to the national title against um, Kansas, that was amazing. And he's just he's just an exciting ball player to play. It's like maybe the ten players you would want to pay to see play. You name them right now. I mean, ten, ten players you want to see to play. Yeah, yeah, LeBron. Who would you pay to see play? Kobe. Yeah, LeBron. Who would you who would you pay yeah. Le, who who would you who would you pay to play or pay to see play? Pay to see. Uh, Gib. Oh, I got I got to see LeBron and D Wade. I got to yep. see I got to see Kobe. Um, yep. Derek Derek Rose is a beast. Yeah. He's a beast. I pay to see him. Yeah. Um, Blake Griffin too. I mean that guy's. Oh, wow. absolutely. Blake Griffin, I'm, if I got $5 in my pocket and he's playing on the playground, I'm spending yep. $5 to see what he's going to do. <laughs> that he dude is, is incredible. He's going he to be uh, – it's going to be interesting if he's going to stay in L.A. that long, but he's going to be he's gonna be a beast. I mean, nobody thought he was going to come out after that injury. Yeah, dominated Oklahoma. I mean, once he, once he left Oklahoma, they fell big time, big time. That's how big he was there. And he's just dominated the NBA. He made the Clippers – actually highlights on ESPN now. And the Clippers beat the Lakers this year, too. So the Lakers have lost a lot of key um, games. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, Blake Griffin, Dirk Nowinski, uh, Paul Pierce, uh, Ray Allen. Ray Allen's an exciting ball player. Ray Allen is like a, a Larry Bird. He's going to hit you threes. He's exciting. He's class act. Um, you know, I'm excited to do Seattle. But, uh, you know, um, I'm not a big Tim Duncan fan. You know what I mean? Out of the league, um, I like Stoudemire. Yeah, I mean, is out of the league now. Yeah, he'll be retired. Actually, he's going to probably be the um, uh, NBA. The Warriors are looking to pick up his contract right here. <laughs> right here. Oh, cool. 
That'd be nice. Yao Ming. There are a lot of nice little Chinese places out there to eat in Oakland anyway. Yeah. He could open his own restaurant right on East 14th. You are now, you are now tuned, tuned in. in. Soul Kitchen Radio, Radio Sports Show. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. We got Jay Gibb on the line. Brian, we're talking about basketball. Man, uh, so it, it's been a good show so far. Gibb, man, I, I I wish I had some more tracks from you, man. I wish I would have known. I could have sent you more records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got some good stuff. You really do. Well, you still need to send it, it to you still need to send it to Radio One at gmail dot com because tomorrow we got the Stewie brothers on the phone. They're 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 coming live from I think they're in Texas right now, but uh, we got okay. them on the line and we're doing their stuff. So you can call back Say in tomorrow. It's Soul Kitchen Radio One at gmail dot com. Everybody listening, send in your MP threes to that to that email. So and I'll and I'll send it to you, man. You're gonna have to okay. you're gonna have to DM me your uh your phone number, so I can just have you okay. on the line. I just whenever we have a show, I just call. I'm, I'm known for just calling people well during the show, and I don't yeah. I don't give I don't give no uh I don't say hey I'm gonna call you. I just call you from the show. All right, well you call you know my birthday's tomorrow. You call me tomorrow, it's gonna be a party. So it's so gravy, man. We definitely yeah. so you're off, so you're not working tomorrow. Tomorrow we partying. All right, so you're not working, so I'm gonna call you during. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna take down your number right now. This is your number, right? The one that you called in on. No, no, I'm gonna DM you my line. This is a okay. this is another yeah. line that wasn't gonna drop a call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, DM me your line, so I'm gonna call you tomorrow during the show. Um, but sure. stay on the line right now, cause we still talking. We still talking basketball. Let's get into a little bit of this NCAA uh, coming in today. We got St. John's at Cincinnati which is in the second quarter right now, and that's a good – it's three minutes left in that game, 54 to 53. See, that's what I love. You know, you know. let me let me get into this real quick. How the hell do these bookies know that how how much they're going to score? Like, when you when you go to – you play the over-under, you play the – you play the um, – the over under or or who's gonna win the spread plus, the money line they do the know spread and all you know that exactly they click it right onto the the the, the wire yeah, you, you know like, like oh my god that dude just hit the if that ball I know. falls the other way I lose if it falls one way I win well, how did they do that did you 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 gamble much kid nah but my partners do I've seen the illest the the craziest thing when we was watching the Super Bowl they was betting on. The last numbers, like if it was twenty-seven to thirty-five, right, and you had seven and five, then you win. Right, right, yep. yeah. That's the boxes. Those are the boxes. Yeah, that's crazy. My homeboy won six hundred and fifty dollars, and I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. <laughs> but we got money. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. There's different like squares. You can bet like the anthem. You can bet like the last play. I mean, I'm a gambler. I, you know, and 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 the problem with me is is is, is I just can't do it in moderation. You know, it's like anything. You can win a lot if you're smart. If you bet, like, you like some people just have to bet every day. You know, every game, every game, every game. You know, like like the Miami Heat at the Celtics, I don't know, the spread was one. It's going to be a very close fight game. I mean, yeah, Miami will probably pull it out by one, you know. So it'll be a push. Lakers are favorite. Lakers are underdogs, one and a half in Magic. So everybody and their mother is going to jump on the Lakers today, you know. And the Magic will probably pull it out by two. 
bookies just know what's up. That's how they make their money in Vegas. Like the line and, and on the Pittsburgh Steelers and Green Bay, it went from two and a half to three right before kickoff, and it went to one twenty from one. You know, and it went so you're not making as much money. And they knew Vegas knew it wasn't going to be a really. They knew it was going to be a decent game, and it really wasn't really close at all until the end. Pittsburgh never really had a shot to even cover, if you would think of it. You know, um, you just kind of knew that it was the Packers were going to cover this. This was just going to be a landslide. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can win a lot of money if you take money lines. Like, just look at Sacramento, 13 points going to L.A. You take the money line on that and put $100, you're going to win about $4,000. It's right there. Yeah. One day, one game. Now, the over-under, yeah. like, I'm looking at some right now, which is crazy. Shout-out to Jay Early. He's in the chat room. And the Joker is still in the chat room, and, and the guest is, is there. But shout-out to Jay Early, man. He got a, He got a nice – he got an oldie show, man. He, he's like an old school cat. Shout out to him. He's in the he's in the chat room. Um, like Fairfield at St. Peter's, right? Mm-hmm. Money line is over 116. You bet on that money line. If you go over or under, I guarantee that game is going to be like 117 or 115. It's crazy. Yeah, it's going to be a very low scoring game. Very low. It's going to come right down to the wire. Very much yeah. so. And so, uh, so did. Give if you get if you ever get into this stuff, man. Don't don't say that we got you hooked. No, y'all sound like addicts, man. I need to stay away from this here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 I haven't gambled in a week and a half. You need a class. You need, a, you need an intervention. That's what. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm already into the alcohol. Alcohol, women, and gambling. They all go in. They all go in common. My man That's Brian right. right here, dog. He got me for twenty dollars on the game, right? He and right before the game, he he texted me, "You want to double or nothing? You want to double or nothing?" I'm like, come on, what? Hell no, I don't want to double or nothing. I don't even really like to gamble. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, he he went, and then from there he was like, as soon as he won, where my money? Where my money? Pay down my money. Pay down my money. <laughs> I was more forty bucks right now to my buddy for college. But no, it's 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 fun, but it, it dictates people's life. Like you're like watching a game and you're on a date with a girl, or you're with your buddy and you just can't focus. Like because I can't focus when I'm betting. I mean, I can't. I'm all over the place, you know. And it's just like because you're so like if someone who's a gambler, they're like constantly looking at their phone, constantly looking at their phone. Like college basketball tournament, like you know, they're like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You know, and it's fun during college basketball. I mean, you can win some money. You can win like four grand, five grand. And I think we're going to do a uh, we're going to do a bracket. We should, you know, put like twenty in the yeah, pool definitely. and get, get like we'll do a PayPal. I told my buddy Carson jump in, some other people, maybe like twenty, thirty people in it. Um, and you know, whoever wins gets money out of PayPal. You know, we got to figure that out. Let's talk about that next week. Um, I think I'm headed back to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Have you have you ever been to Atlanta? Yeah, I've been to Atlanta before. Well, yeah, you. Jason. I love Atlanta. Do you really? What do you like about it? God, just, it's just you know, out, outside. It's the home of the black man. Atlanta is the home of the black man, man. Well, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Rick, what I didn't know, because I'm going, you know, I'm going there for the strip clubs and the booty. You already know what right, I'm doing. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, I agree. It has that. It has that. But I don't even do any of that, so, I mean, I'm going down. But, yeah. But go ahead, yeah. You rather gamble than go see the booty? <laughs> You wait no, 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 anymore, man. Jewish man. Jewish. He's a Jewish cat, man. He, he, I, I am a Jewish cat. It's about money. I'm okay. I'm making money. I need to make money. I need to be rich, man. Go ahead, man. Give. Go ahead. Tell me why you
So I, I went to Atlanta to, to network. I, you know, I was going out there. But this is when we were going to Columbus. We we flew into Atlanta, so we stayed in, in Atlanta for a little bit. Um, what I found though that really bothered me, I went to the I went to the mall, and there was so and I don't have anything against gay people, but yeah, there were so many outwardly gay black you men your... all over. Yes, the place. it's disgusting. I agree, man. That's uh these people you know, you I never would expect. I was ripped, bro. coming out of this place. It's yeah. I was sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I I totally agree with you. It's 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 really like downtown Atlanta. It's like, you know, I was I thought this was a club like where chicks were at, and I was like, wow, like all these you know like look like athletes coming out, and my buddies like don't go in there. I thought it's like all these gay black guys, you know, that is. It's really sick, you know, and it's 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 sad, you know. And there's I don't think there's a lot of diversity here either. Um, right. It's changed a lot, yeah. It's right. there's but a job outside of that. The music the music scene is great. Yeah, the the it women is. are great, especially since a lot of them don't like girls. There's there's, uh, <laughs> there's a lot more for me. So the music scene is great. The booty is great. I had a great time in Atlanta. Would you want to live here though? No, it's too it's too humid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but I think it's a great place to visit, but I think it, was, it is my hometown. I was born and raised here. I'm probably going to go back to uh, Fort Lauderdale, which I think blows it, blows Atlanta away. But uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Miami, but, um, you know, Miami, Miami has its doubts and has its good things about it, you know. Um, any any city, you know. Um, to me, it's all about the job and all about the money. And if you're not making money somewhere, you can't stay. I mean, that's how it works. So, you know, hopefully our radio show. I I, I gotta get get that guy. We gotta get a good, um, a really good show. I mean, I, I think the show is good. I really do. And send it to this guy who works for Westwood One. He might want to sponsor us. With, with, Tim, with Tim Westwood's network. Yeah, Westwood Westwood One out of uh, CBS. That I like. You are you know, now tuned in. Soul Kitchen Radio Radio Sports Show. Hello? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, we should try to get some sponsors. They, how, how's our callers coming? Nobody's called? Rick. Hello. Yeah, she can get it. Oh yeah. I, I, 
I can tell you feeling it. You committing mind crimes. Don't act like you innocent. If you always wanted to, just a little scared of shit. Fuck that. Take a couple shots and experiment. I'm all from a lane, so we can do the thing like Nicky last name. Y'all get it wet, then I beat it out the frame like bow, bow, bow. Right, right. So, 
All Star Weekend. So what's what's going on with uh, who who's in the All Stars, Brian? What's, who should have been in All Stars? Um, you make... got uh, Jarek Rose. Come over you here. You got Jake. Wayne Wade starting. LeBron James. Uh, God, let's see who else we got. We got uh, God. Um, who's the starters? I'm Come on, Jay. That, uh, who? I mean, Kobe starting. You know, Kobe starting. Yeah, no, no, East, East, I think Derrick Rose, uh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade. Is it well, Dwayne Wade in there? I think it is. Howard started. Yeah, Dwight Howard. We got the NBA guy in the house. He just he just decided to, to wake up. JD is here. What's up, man? So let's talk about, we've been talking about the NBA just now. Um, who's starting in the, who's starting in the, uh, in the thing? I think it's Paul, uh, Chris Paul, Kobe, Kevin Durant, uh, uh, Kevin Love, and, oh, wow. and Paul Gasol. But then for the East, it's Rajon Rondo, uh, Dwayne, LeBron, uh, I want to say Kevin Garnett. No, you're all, are you talking about the starting starting rotation? No, way off. JD, Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose, Dwight Howard. Derrick Rose just Rondo's woke up and started saying he's a backup player. <laughs> Kevin Love's not he said starting. Kevin, Kevin Love was starting. Paul Gasol's coming off the bench. Rondo's not starting. Derrick Rose is starting. Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, and somebody else. I can't think of the last guy. Come on, Jason. Come on, man. You're the, you're the hey, master at this. I'm just waking up. <laughs> But you've been playing. What's the, what's, what's the score to Celtics game? I don't know. I haven't checked nothing. Yeah, he just got up, man. You know how these these uh you know how these these new little teenagers are, man. They sleep all day. Come hey, on. Rick. Yeah, I got I got them too. I got that out of control and that sidekick. I just got it. Okay, cool. I'm gonna try to load that shit up right now so we can play it before the end of the show. So let's talk more about basketball, man. Now, now you know my beef with basketball, Jason. Yeah. Did you Did you hear it? I was talking about it all day, man. They, these guys, they they love basketball, and and tell them, you know, I don't even, I'm not a fan. Yeah. He doesn't watch it to the finals. Yeah, I watch it. This This is when I watch. Uh, this is when I watch the the basketball finals, the last two minutes of the seventh game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So you watched the last two minutes of the Celtics Lakers last year? Yep, I did. That's when it gets exciting. That's when they start playing. They're like, "Oh shit, it's a game." I mean, you got seven games. They're not going to play game one, game two, game three. That that shit means nothing. That's that stuff is pretty much, you know, for for the for N for Fox or CBS or whoever they're playing with. Of course, they're going to go to a game five and most likely a game six because. Uh, um, you know, then 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 it, there's usually after game five there's gonna be a game six because you know somebody needs to get paid still, and then that's when it starts getting. Yeah, that's so when I mean I'll tell you the Lakers game last year went to game seven is because uh, the Celtics would have won game six. Perkins didn't get hurt. I think they won game seven against the uh, Lakers. Um, Perkins I mean, was a big loss. I mean, then the Celtics almost won that game. Kobe had a horrible game, and I think he only had eight points that game. I'm sure, but. I was cheering for the Lakers because this was funny. I was living in Boston, and I, 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 could, I couldn't drink. So I was like, go Lakers so I don't have to go out of party, you know. So I was going for the Lakers when I was in Boston. It was kind of funny. 
I didn't want to feel all the pools going crazy. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah. You you can hear this? You heard that? Yeah. All right, well, we're going to bust it then right now. Man, I didn't know I could play it like this. This is Ross Smooth. Jay, who, who, no, this is Jay Gibb featuring Ross Smooth. I thought that was, uh, that sounded like, um, sound like Ray J. Sound like girls, Did it sound like Ray J? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like Ray J. It's Ross Smooth. That's because. That's that's because he, he's ghost-written for Ray J and, and demoed some stuff for him that Ray J actually ended up singing. Well, but, yeah, this is, this, is one of, this is one of my singles off the Soul of the City album. It's called Sidekick, produced and featuring Raw Smooth, a.k.a. Raw Smooth with a banger. Let's do it. You are now, you are now tuned in to Soul Kitchen Soul Radio, Radio Sports Show. Sports show. Sports show. Sports show. Tricking if you got it. 
Even when I'm not there, feel like I am. She asked if I'ma hold it down, say yes, man. Late night, we talk dirty while I put it on. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to California. My baby girl, she telling me things. It's a boy picture posing in the mirror, Mike. Said I did it in Lake West of Pacific Ocean. Said she home all alone like Macaulay Culkin. Lot of miles separated, so we improvise. I imagine me playing in between your thighs. Right? I'm gonna make you daddy, girl. Just imagine me and you on top of the world. We on the phone for the night to the morning. It's all over, so it's like right what she wants. Sex to the phone, she makes in my cologne. Boy, I can't wait to see this bad little show. Sooner or later, I was talking to uh, 
had I had I had Yuck Mouth on the show a few weeks back, right? And uh right. and I was like I was like, well, I got twenty five followers. He goes he goes, Man, I ain't even checked mine. I think I got twenty five more too. And I go, Nah, dude. I didn't say twenty five. <laughs> I said 25. <laughs> he was like, oh, damn. 25. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah, that hurt. I was like, man, he, he had 25 more. And he don't, he can't even count. He, he up into like 19,000s and shit in his followers. But, you know, it's all good, man. Shout out to all your followers to follow me, man. Everybody follow. Shout out to your followers to follow at Soul Kid Radio. So we can get it in. We get it in every week. Tomorrow we getting it in. Happy birthday to my man Jay Gibb. How old you gonna be, man? Twenty two, twenty three. There you go. Yeah, you right, right in there. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna leave you right in there. It's all good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Alita Turner too, man. My girl Alita. Uh, big, listen, listen. Big shout out to Alita. That's my big sister. Big shout out to Alita putting us in contact. Holding me down over the years, holding me down in the present, helping me push this movement. I love you, Mama. Appreciate appreciate everything you're doing. Shout out to Alita. Shout out also to the OGLP. He just hit my phone, said he tried to get through. He wasn't able to get through. So shout out to OGLP as well. Yeah, man. All, all everybody, everybody, you just gotta. Uh, let me tell everybody when when they're when they're trying to get in, you just gotta wait on hold, man. If we're in the middle of a conversation, I ain't gonna stop the conversation to come to you. Just. If you hear right. the show, that means you're in. And when I say, hey, come online, that means you're online. That's just the way it goes. And just to let you know, man, you can go back and you can get this all on iTunes. We're, we're podcasted. So tell your people to go to iTunes, look up, search Soul Kitchen Radio. We pop up, and they could uh, they could get this one right here. It's, uh, you know, it's the latest Sunday sports show. And uh, so you can get it on your iPod. You can get it on your on your on your iPhones, all your stuff, it's all good. That's what's up. I'm a down. I'm definitely downloading that thing. Yeah, definitely download your show, man. And, and we're getting a lot of pop. It's, it's getting real popular. I'm getting over 500 hits on each show, and that's good for a radio, for an online radio show that uh, that just started a few months ago. You know, we started out just getting started out just getting like a few, maybe 10, 20 people go back and listen to the show. Now we in the two, three, four hundreds. So a lot, a lot of people listen to this show from across the country. So, you know, this is anytime you want to come on the show, man, you're more than welcome. I'll be rocking that music. I appreciate it. You know, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a ring too, because when that album's ready or the new single's ready, I'm definitely gonna have to come back. Yeah, definitely, man. We're gonna do that. All right, man. Well, that wraps it up. That's the end of this show right now. What? Hold on, just tell me, tell me, you're on live on the radio. I got my son over here in my ear. Go ahead. Okay, my daughter got a radio show. It's blogtalkradio.com slash Nakaya Radio. So you guys listen to that. It's a half-hour show of a fifth grader just doing fifth grade little stuff. <laughs> you know? That's good. So, so do that one, man. So, yeah, I just want to thank you, Jay Gibb, for coming on the show. I'm glad you could. I'm glad you got a, a chance to get on the show because me and Alita be going back and forth. She's like, "Well, can you do a night show for him? He got a job. Can you do this? Can you do that?" I was like, "Look, just tell him to call in on Sunday to our sports show, and it's all good. We get him from there." 
I appreciate it. Look, I appreciate all love. Shouts out to Soul Kitchen Radio holding me down. Shouts out to Kubrick holding me down. Everybody else that's involved, I appreciate it. Look out for the Soul of the City album coming soon. The new single, I Like Girls, uh, produced by DJ Iltek, is available right now on iTunes. The new video is available right now on YouTube. Search J. Gibb, I Like Girls, or go to YouTube.com slash TakeOverTV. Watch the new video. It's incredible. It's MTV ready. I need you all to retweet that, post it on Facebook, put it all over the world, man. We're getting it popping. J.G.I.B., Soul of the S-I-T-C, Soul of the City. You know what it is. That's right. And when you're in the studio today, man, I want you to uh, record a couple drops, Soul Kitchen Radio drops, and send them MP3 to me. I got you. I'm mean, a matter of fact, when we get off the line, I'm gonna knock them out. You'll have them in the out. Okay, cool. Good looking, man. All right. Well, happy birthday in advance. And uh and I'm definitely gonna call you tomorrow on the show. The show's tomorrow from one thirty to three thirty. Okay, hit my phone, it's all good. I got you, I'm gonna holler at you. All right, we're out. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. We gone. Peace.